What a time to be alive. We've flown to Perth. We've kicked some ass. Now we're back home for three weeks. But, mm. boys, fuck, does it put a spring in your step or what? Oh, mate, fucking absolutely. Absolutely it does. How much better is it, you know, coming off the back of this many wins in a row compared to this time last year where it seemed to just be loss after loss after loss after loss? It's a, it's a much better way to come home, my friend. Certainly is, but how are you, Stork? How are you doing, pal? Mate, it's bloody fantastic to get two wins, not just the guys, but the ladies. You know, we'll get into it, but it's an interesting win. You know, it kind of reminds you when you get like a practical present for like Christmas or a birthday, like a hose reel or socks or something. Like, you know, you needed them, so it's great you got them. Well, it doesn't happen very often, but I'm sure we all get them. But yeah, we needed it, so it was great, but it wasn't that that memorable. saying it was Lynx deodorant pack. Present yeah. wins, was it? Yeah, when you cop, um, you know, the biscuits off of, um, you know, a workmate for, you know, Christmas uh, yeah. present, Secret Santa or something like that. But yeah, we've all been there, brother. We've all been there. We have. Yes, yep. we have. Um, but yeah, guys, um, for all of you that have been living under the world's biggest rock, us three boys will be together the 27th of August. The night it has partnered up with the Sunnyside Tavern graciously giving us the garden bar to do this very show guys what in um how many days time is that three weeks yeah about three weeks about three weeks guys we will be doing this with you after we pound the sharkies we've locked up into the top eight um the garden bar so 7 30 the 27th of august right after our last home game at mcdonald jones stadium stroll across to the Sunnyside Tavern, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun night, fun fun night. So um, absolutely, I can't mark wait. that one in the calendars. Um, also, if you haven't, let's keep the mojo going. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there is something truly special about these shirts. We're seeing more and more sold, and I don't think it's any coincidence that we are winning games. Okay, so if you haven't already, jump across to the nighted.com.au. Grab a uh, sexy, sexy T-shirt. Um, see more photos coming through from you guys. We are absolutely loving it. Um, yeah, Lockie, the Knighted shirt is undefeated, mate. So let's keep it going. Um, so yeah, thenighted.com.au guys to grab a sexy, sexy piece of kit. But whilst we are on the subject of merch, there's going to be more, guys. Available for pre-order Monday, the 28th of August. We have another shirt. We might have outdone ourselves. Um, this one is particularly good looking. But for your chance to win one of these T-shirts, just come along to the Sunnyside Tavern Show. That's all we ask. Yeah, lucky door prize. You walk in the door, we'll take your name down and um, put you into, into into a knight's hat 
to win a shirt. That's all you got to do. It. That's yeah. how easy is that? That's literally how easy it is. So you could literally just take two steps in, and two steps out, and you'll still be a chance to win. So, um, yeah, guys. So keep an eye out for that. It's a fucking shit hot looking design. So yeah, that one. They will uh, be revealed. Month. They'll be revealed. They'll be oh, revealed the show before the live show, the Sunday before. Demo Flagman, he actually wrapped the knighted shirt uh, today at the AFL over in Perth. He's go. still over in Perth. So there oh, you go, well, crossing cool. codes. There you go. I love Jeez. it, Damo. Yeah, good. Um, well, boys, let's um, let's jump into it, shall we? Let's, let's break down this, this thriller of a game over in Perth. Um, now, the Knights took on the Dolphins in a round 23 clash at Optus Stadium, part of a double header. Uh, uh, Saturday, 5.30. Uh, crowd ended up being, boys, 45,814. It was packed. Absolutely yeah. packed. What Especially is the capacity? how big that bloody stadium is, mate, because there's still a yeah. lot of room left. That's a, yeah. yeah. I don't know what capacity is, but, mate, it's bloody heaps. It didn't look too mate. bad, but all the oval stadiums, hey, that one's probably one of the better ones to watch. I think so. I think so. Hey, did you see before the game, while we're talking about the crowd, did you see before the game on the telecast... Um, I don't know if people had won these seats, but it was up the top of the stadium. Like, it was like literally in the fucking roof. Oh, in no. the, <laughs> I didn't see that. They were on a platform. They were all harnessed in. Um, mate, I don't know if that's if that's a reward for winning or something or if that's a punishment. Like, that's, <laughs> you're yeah. pretty far away from the action, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. It's a great view. But if you're up there basically watching these ants run around, I'm like, I don't know. I think I'd rather be down in the away bay with the rest of the Knights fans. I'll tell you what, I'd rather be if I was over in the NFL. I know you were talking about stadiums the other night in the Thursday show, which was great. Listen, good work, boys. Um, you just didn't talk about, unless I missed it, the Jaguar Stadium. They've got a bloody pool at both ends of the grandstand. People can go in the bloody pool while they're watching the game. Yeah, a lot of a lot of baseball crazy. teams have pools as well. Yeah, I did not know crazy. that. I've yeah, learned something here. There you go. Um, so, yeah, massive, massive turnout for the Perth game. I'd love to know uh, what sort of numbers. Obviously, a lot of people flying over um, as a mm. Damo obviously has, and I saw a few comments from the followers um, that that made the trip over there. I'd love to know how many locals went, but I'll tell you what, boys, um, yeah, when you see crowds like that, it's uh, hard to hard to argue too with maybe maybe a team eventually being put over there too. Hey, yeah, well, that's uh, something we were talking about on Thursday night as well when we were you know we were showing the the Orcas and what their jersey. Uh, concept would look like and etc. And I was saying I'd love for love for the Orcas to come into the comp, but yeah, a, a Perth Perth team would be fantastic too. It's got to be out of out of Perth or southern southern New Zealand. That's what I was saying to you blokes before the show. I'd love for both of the teams to come, but then we're in the same position we are now. So, like mm. I said, just bloody bring back bring back another team. Let's just add even more. Let's bring yeah, back let's, Rams let's, or something. Let's go. Let's aim for three teams for another yeah. three teams for twenty six. Hey, let's why not? Well, enough of the uh, new teams, boys. We're going to talk about the newest team on the block, which we just managed to scrape home and get the win. So, round 23 against the Dolphins. The first time we have defeated the Dolphins. We've, we've done it, boys. Mm. Another record broken. Five tries apiece for the Knights and the Dolphins. Conversions. Here it is, boys. We finally kick our way to a victory. Kalen Ponga kicking at 100%. Out does yep. Jermaine Asako, who actually pulled himself away. He, he Butchered two of them, and he said no more. Hand of the keys over Sean O'Sullivan. Had so enough. Yeah, kicking at eighty percent now uh, on average KP. So another great outing made the difference. Um, 
possession actually in favor of the Dolphins, 43% to the Knights, 46, which is a statistic you don't see too often. The winning mm. team having less uh, possession. Completion, again, the Dolphins completing better than the Knights, 80% to the Knights, 75 even running more meters, 1,783 to the Knights, 1,672. Seven errors to 11. Jesus Christ, we're not winning many stats here, boys. Uh, penalties conceded, seven to the Dolphins, five to Knights. I tell you what, boys, they were they were shitting bricks on our back five. Most mm-hmm. of those penalties came from them just trying to hold down our boys. They didn't want them getting any quick play of the ball or momentum yeah. whatsoever. Um, tackles made, 291 to the Dolphins. 347 to the Knights. But here's the big one. 52 missed tackles by the Dolphins and 31 by the Knights. Boys, what's jumping out at you here? Mate, these stats, these stats tell the perfect story of good teams find a way to win. That's the narrative, brother. Good teams find a way to win. Look at those stats. Those Most of those stats are stacked against us. And we found a way to win. Um, we'll, we'll touch on that ten-minute period where Lockie Fitz was off the field later. But mate, the Dolphins had thirty more possessions than the Knights, so they had the ball in hand thirty extra times than we did, and mm. we still managed the win. That just shows how I think that's such an underrated win. This win, I don't think you can. Yes, it was an ugly win, but you can't come away from this going, "Oh, maybe we didn't deserve to win, or it was a shit game, or." Yeah. Mate, it was it was a hard fought game that we deserve to win for sure. Yeah, and you can't just go saying, "Look at what they, Dolphins aren't a top eight team," but you know what? They really aren't that far off it. But like, in the grand scheme, of things they did they didn't play their best, nor did we. Mm. But yeah, credit where credit's due. Yeah, good teams find a way to win, even though if they play poorly or have a lot go against them, a la yep, yep. that that sin binning, um, a couple of things. But yeah. It, feels like, it does feel like the next step of the evolution of this team, mm. like to become, you know, even in the conversation of being one of those teams, like you said, where we can still win and looking at the stats, you'd be forgiven for thinking we lost just by looking at the stats. So yeah. Yeah, mate. Says a lot. Yeah. yeah. Bloody heart attack stuff, wasn't it? But um, look, to kick, to kick the game off, it actually wasn't too bad. Um, a play we hadn't seen a lot of, a, a Jackson Hastings crossfield kick to Greggy Marzu. Who had, uh, I'm sure we'll talk plenty of Greggy Marzu this game, but um, unfortunate, Jermaine Osaka gets a tip on, gets the knock on. Um, and then even on the right hand side, it looked like, um, unfortunately, Dom Young crowding gags just a little bit, wasn't sort of out wide enough. Um, you can mm. clearly tell that the game plan was to try and break them on the edges, not really to go oh, through the Dolphins. To go around them, and that was pretty evident. Um, yeah, and you could, but, you could you could tell the the Dolphins' game plan as well. Their game plan was very very simple. It was just mm-hmm. rush up on our outside backs. Yeah, and especially Kalen Ponga. Like I, I was I was going to break down the plays, but I I don't know if anyone's getting sick of that. But um, essentially, every time you'd see Kalen wrap around the back where he's been so dangerous, and we'd have like a decoy runner coming, they weren't fooled by the decoy runner a lot of the time. Their eyes were were strictly on Ponga because they knew that that's where the danger was. That they yeah. just had to watch Ponga, and 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 that's why that resulted in so many times where we'd we'd get it out wide. And it was simply just these these tap ons just to try and get it around them because mm. that was their game plan. Just just up fast, up fast, and it yeah, it, it was yeah. working. I thought it was working. Yeah, well, even uh, Greggy Marzu again, um, or was it Jacko gets, uh, what do we got? Ja- Jackson Hastings had to Fitzy. He's, mate, Fitz giving hit and spins. My God, how good was yep. it? He nailed him. 
many times he hit Brilliant. it and you could just tell immediately he just wants to do a 180, get the ball out the back, just get the defender to bite, give room for Jacko to move it to get to the How good is that, that combination? Defensive. That combination uh, going between Jacko and, and and it's getting better, eh? I'm, yeah. I'm, the more and more this is going on, the more and more I'm gutted he's leaving. Yeah, oh, I know at the time because so, it wasn't really so on fire. Yeah, now I think now a lot of people are like fuck. I wish we kept Bitsy. <laughs> and I'm wondering now, yeah. had the Knights known, had a crystal ball and sort of seen how lethal this left edge is, you go shit. You want to keep every piece of this now. So, um, anyways, but yeah, um, this one unfortunately didn't come off. Jacko does a hit and spin ball at the best. Marzi puts this one down. He was he probably wasn't going to score, but. The cover yeah. defense was there, a mixed bag night for Marzu. But the very next set, boys, a fourth tackle, like that's a that's a massive, massive letdown. That, that's fourth oh, tackle. Yeah. Like even if he just went to the ground, like if he, if he managed to hold on to the ball, and who knows, like that could have been the start start of something. But it was kind of just the start of Marzu's night, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Fortunately, we had three three sort of half chances that we we didn't convert. But the very next set, boys, um, Kalen Ponga, quick tip on the gags, gags the young, young just. Too fast, just completely yep. burned Sean O'Sullivan. Yeah, I had burn him. Nice. All the confidence in the world. I'm like, yeah, Dom is just going to absolutely blast past O'Sullivan. Um, draws in, I think it was Katoa, sets up KP. We're in, baby. We're yeah. in. KP just rewarded for absolute brilliance in, in support play. Yeah. That's a, that support play that we're, we're just seeing more and more of from Ponga. And he's, how many tries have we seen now this year where, where Ponga has played that support role? Yeah. Yeah. Well, as um, Adam O'Brien said, you know, it's KP is having a really, really good season and a really good run of form, but that's built on the back of these boys, you know, your Greg Marzers, your Don Youngs, the back line doing yeah. their part, taking the shit carries, the hard carries, um, you know, and it, it all adds yeah. up, doesn't it? You um, remember 100%. You, you remember a statement that I busted out with about 10 weeks ago, maybe, maybe even less. Let's go back maybe seven weeks, seven weeks ago. Uh, and we were talking about Kalen, and I said, "Look, it's it's hard to fly like an eagle when you're surrounded by geese." Mm. I tell you what, yeah. these these geese aren't geese anymore. No. That's 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 what's yeah. happening. All the players around Ponga, they've they've all stood up. Mm. So yeah. every, everyone's just doing their job. It's yeah, it's no coincidence yeah. that the the boys are playing career best form. Yeah, and Ponga's just reaping the benefits of that, really, isn't he? Yeah. Matty Johns on the Matty John show was given Hastings a huge rap, saying he's been so underrated with getting the ball to Ponga when he needs it and Ponga being in the right spots at the right time. And yeah, gave him a huge rap. Yeah, yeah again, I thought this was probably on par with one of Hastings' best performances again. I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was just it was just solid. It was absolutely solid. And he made so many right calls when it was go go short the fits because they had players rushing up. It's just mm. he he could tell exactly what their game plan was, just rush up on our outside backs. And he said, well, if that's what you're going to do, I'm just going to keep giving it to these decoys. Mm. Just going to keep giving it. And mm. it, it works so well. Certainly did. Um, but, boys, we're going to... Um... We're going to move along. Unfortunately, our Foghorn Brewery key moment. Um, yeah, not necessarily a positive one, but Jesus. Um, yeah, Fitzy here getting the um, the hip drop on Jermaine Osako. Not a good look. Um, you got you. What, what were your thoughts on this one, boys? This isn't a hip drop. Hip drop. Hundred percent not a hip drop. And if you go to the letter of the law. In the NRL rules, watch Fitzy's knees here, right? 
he's already going to ground before yeah. he's made contact. He has not made contact and he's going to the ground. I thought that a hip drop was if hip drop is if you were holding someone or someone was kind of in the motion of moving forward and you literally in 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 the um in finding a way of just bringing him to the ground, you literally just take all your weight and yeah, and, and, dro and drop your hip. Exactly. Yeah. That that's what a hip drop is when you've already got someone wrapped up and they're still, you know, racking up post-contact meters and you go, all right, well, I'm going to take my legs out from underneath me and just use my body weight to bring him down. That's mm. a hip drop. Fitzy's already going down. Fitzy's knees are pretty much already on the ground before he makes contract contact. It's 100% not a hip drop. I don't know. And then, like, you see you see the ref when they were send, um, sending him to the sim bin, and that was kind of just like a very casual, like... That was so weird, hey? That was like... Was almost like the ref didn't even want to call it. He didn't yeah, even want to make that, that decision, so you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, well, unfortunately, um, yeah, did we uh, pay handsomely for that sin binning? Um, Jermaine Asako, boys. Oh, oh man, he was on bloody fire. Mm. He could see the smoke coming off his boots, the bastard. Gee, yeah, well, that, that's what pisses me off as well because he's he's rolling around like he just fucking lost a leg in that mm. hip drop tackle. And next thing you know, it's like, well, I can clearly see that your leg seems to be fine. Best thing that happened to me, mate, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Ten, bucks, uh, Ten bucks says that would not have been a penalty if it wasn't for... Um, if it wasn't for Elliot requiring attention because yeah. Elliot required attention mm. and the, and our trainer was signaling for a HIA that play was stopped. And then, and then Asako is laying on the ground, you know, saying that his legs snapped in half. So that's when they start looking at it. Otherwise it would have been what it is 90% of the time. And it would have just maybe been put on report a few mm. plays later. Like it wouldn't have even been a penalty. Yeah. Well, I think he's even escaped any sort of sanction. I think he's literally just copped a fine from match review committee. And yeah, I think, should... and Frizzell, I think similar uh, later in the game with a high tackle, but anyways, yeah. um, but yeah, next to nothing really mere 60 seconds later, Sean O'Sullivan with one of the best fucking cutout passes you've seen the big right to left cuts out two players, Greggy Mars, who unfortunately again, fucking slips over. I'm not sure if he would have uh, got yeah. there or not, but mm. slips over. I and pretty much... got there Cause Bradman gets there. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, that's a good point. Bradman gets there. So, look, we, we were a man down because we were a man down on that side because Fitzy's gone. He's not there. But Mazu was massively out of position. Mm. He was out of position and he's had to quickly turn and get back to his winger. And that's when he slipped over. But like I said, Bradman got there. So, mm. if Mazu was upright, there's every chance that he stops yeah, I think he does. I agree. Yeah. I think he gets there. But yeah, yeah, that was just frustrating. There wasn't really much you could do about that. But, well, yeah. the, ne the next trial was the one that sort of pissed me off a little bit with Greggy Mars. I think it was a little bit lazy. Um, Katoa boy. So if you, if you go back and watch the lazy. Hey? A little bit lazy. Oh, so you you watched now the second the second try in this yep. in-bidding. Um, Osako's second try. So Greggy Mars manages just to get back to the defensive line. As the ball's being played, he's not squared up as marker. His body's facing the sideline. Not ideal at all. No. The downer man. Um, now, Katoa gets um, Tavare to bite in on an outside-inside decoy. Croker bites. Croker's obviously trying to defend, um, yeah. being that link man, trying to defend where, where Fitzy is. So you can't blame him too much. Um, and then basically, it's going to leave Nikarima um, with an overlap with Greggy Mazu. Now, Greggy Mazu is just facing the dead ball line. So... 
any good center is pretty much going to dummy to the winger because that's where he's facing. He's not going to he's going to turn him inside out. Mm. So Gregory Mars has barely put a hand on him. Um, oh, that's the Nicker thing. Right? Like, a lot of people are just like, oh, he, he just threw the arm out. Yeah. That's not even throwing the arm out. That was yeah. more like that was like the slowest raise of it the arm. It was completely wrong footed. If you're not going to square up in defense, they're going to pick you out all the time because he's basically then, just facing the sideline too. And then the, the only worst, player he's going to attack is Asako. Yeah, and then the worst fucking bit, the worst bit out of all of it, is the fact that he just leisurely jogs back. Mm, I've just yeah, been yeah. beaten. I'm just going to yeah my Sunday jog. Well, Masako plies through. Uh, uh, sorry, Nikarima. Sorry, Nikarima manages to draw in KP. It was, it was a good try. I've got to give it to the Dolphins. Gets the ball out to Osako. And for any any young winger watching the game, um, watch this from Jermaine Osako to manage to catch the ball in the left hand behind him. Football mm. 101, get the ball to your outside. It's a fucking coach killer when they carry it on the inside and you can't fend. Catches the ball behind him on the left, gets it into the right. Bradman Best does his best. Does his best. Gets over to him, but fuck, one of the all-time fens, which basically propels oh, him even closer to the line. Um, it, it, yeah, cr- hats off to him. It was a, a great bit that of play. That was right in the like chest. That. that fend was so – that couldn't have yeah. been any better. It was right yeah. in the chest. Yeah. yeah. That, was, that was a good try. I've got to give credit to the just used yeah, all of momentum against yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, just – yeah, pretty much gave me more momentum, but – yeah. The pain didn't stop there, boys, did yeah. it? With uh, Jermaine Asako and Greg Marzu. <laughs> it's the, the old, but wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, and, and look, this, is, this for me is the worst one. This is the worst one. And, and this is something that we've pulled, up, pulled him up on before, is not even contesting the ball in the, in the air. This is something that he has done so much. And this wasn't the last time he did it during this game either. No. It's just there was no effort to go up. And it's not like it was near the dead ball line and he thought it was just going to go dead. It was only about, you know, halfway into the end goal area. So I don't know what he's thinking. He just makes no effort to jump. It's mm. like his boots are filled with fucking concrete. <laughs> and and so so he doesn't go up. It's like you're, you're playing rugby league. And the you're, you're talking about football 101 a second ago, Lincoln. 101 is possession. You want the ball in your hands at all time. And the fact mm. that you're not even contesting the ball, it's like yeah. all you had to do was just go up and bat it back. If you don't think you got a chance of catching it, just at least go up and try and hit it over the dead ball line. Yeah. yeah. Was, I, I yeah. agree, mate. There's a there's comments coming in about this. We've got James here saying, yeah, this pissed me off to no end. Uh, we've got Christopher Wilson. Um, third trial was the worst. Did yeah. not even make an effort. So, yeah, I agree 100 This was the one for me where I knew, you know, Greggy was having a bit of a shocker of a game. But this one was like, come on, where is the effort? Like, yeah. what's happened? Like, did he not have his weedies this one? Like, what is happening? I, I guess the no only effort. thing, the only thing in Greg's defense was in attack, he was good. Like, he didn't really, defensively, obviously, he had his issues. But, you know, with the ball in hand, it, you know what I mean? At least he didn't. He wasn't kicking stones when it came there. He still he still did the tough carries. I think he ran for over 150 meters and six tackle breaks, doing what he usually does. But yeah, look, that's just if like that is a silver off. lining. It wasn't a completely awful game. It was just defensively he was pretty off. Yeah, you know, sometimes everyone has a shocker. Let's just hope it's one of those type of situations. You know, there was before he came to the Knights, there was questions over his defense at the Titans. One of the reasons they kind of let him go, but we haven't seen that. He's been solid for mm. us until this game. So let's hope it was just, you know, just one of those days. Because, yeah, that's mm. if there's a chink in the armour, it's because they're not kicking the Dom Young. I don't think I saw one kick to Dom Young. It, clearly, the game plan is just 
to keep kicking the Greg. And I think that's pretty much been most oh, games. Most and, teams are just identified. You're going to kick, keep kicking the Greg. Yeah. Oh, this, one from, this one from Ian. Catch them on the full or catch them in reserve grade. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, no, nah, it'd, be, it'd be one he would want back. But again, look, with that being yeah. said, he does get through the work with the ball in hand. So, you know, let's hope it's, 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 I don't know. Yeah, Maybe yeah. Just you can't shit on him too much. He just had one of the, he had a couple of shockers. You know, it is what it is. But yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's just because some players, you know, is it a coincidence that, you know, it's the, I don't, what's a, what's a flight to fucking Perth? How many hours is that? It's only like four hours, isn't it? It's not very long. You know, it's just the mm. the preps a preps a bit off, or you know what I mean. It, maybe some players don't adapt that well. His mind's elsewhere. That's what I'm going to put it down to. You know, he ha- yeah. we haven't seen this on the on the uh, other side of the country. So hopefully, we just put it down to maybe just poor preparation, or I don't know, minds elsewhere. Who knows? But yeah, but the Knights do hit back, boys. We do hit back. We get Fitzy back, Curdy man. Mm. Little bit of footwork on uh Kafusi. Nick Arima tries to shoot out and jam best, catches him out, and all in all, a pretty soft try. Um, but Fitzy had a big um big hand in that leading up to it as well, forcing that mistake. So as soon as he came back oh, on that was Josh Kerr, wasn't it? He forces that That's mistake right. where yes, you could say he was crowding the ball. He had his his knee in the plate of ball, but mate, if it wasn't for Fitzy coming back on and doing that, we don't score that try. So mm, yeah, good point. Fitzy for that one. Yeah, so Curdy Man gets us in um, within two boys, and we go into half time down by two points. So, mm. how are you feeling half time? Are you still thinking are we in trouble here, or we're going to get the rocket put up us? And half time, I had confidence. I had confidence. We were, you know, we were going to come back out and turn it around. I think um, the fact that we, you know, we were down against Melbourne and we came back, it gave me confidence that we could do that against the lesser side in the Dolphins. So, mate, we were only down by two points, and we weren't playing that great at that stage. So, going into halftime, I had all the confidence in the world we were going to come back. So, mm. that's how yeah, I, was I was feeling. I was confident as well. I was, you know, you're sitting there thinking, okay, well, they've pretty much only scored their tries in that that period where, you know, that, that shit 10-minute period that after this week, hopefully we don't talk about ever again. Um, so, I just thought if... if you know, we can we can keep our men on the field for the rest of the game. I felt like we were going to run away with it and potentially get to that 13-plus that we predicted on Tuesday, but, mm. you know, was, wasn't wasn't the case. Well, I'll tell you what, boys. We come out half-time and it wasn't great. Uh, botch, a botch kickoff. Mm. And then compound that with a Tyson Frizzell high shot in the uh, the Dolphins. That botch kickoff, that's not the first time we've done that this season either, is it? We've had a couple of shockers uh, in kickoffs this year. Yeah. Probably, yep. yeah, yeah. But how good was it? Let's 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 go back to that. So they they've had the the penalty from halfway for the the kickoff out on the full. A few few tackles later, they get another penalty, and they're the decision to take the two. I remember at the time I was just sitting there pissing myself laughing because mm. I don't care if you are fucking Wayne Bennett. I feel you're the dumbest idiot for going from two up to four up. Like yeah. there's there's no reason. You're still yeah. You're still, you know, a try. How like long if, did they take to decide, though? Yeah, I know, yeah. like ages. If, if you're going from, say, six to eight or four to six or something like that, then yeah, sure, I see the benefit of taking the two. But if you're going from two to four, there's no benefit of taking the two there. And I absolutely pissed myself laughing and I was clapping like we fucking just won the 97 <laughs> grand final. It was like Dylan here. He said, oh, yeah. you were cheering along with Dylan by the sound yeah. of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it then the rest of it. Thomas move. And 
it could have that that could be the reason why we ended up winning. If if they yeah. if they take the tap there and score a try, it's a very different situation. But the fact that they've taken the two in that that moment, good point. Oh, so dumb. Well, good point. So now, dumb. refresh my memory. Was it the um, Tavare try that happens next? Did, they, did we leak that two points and then they do score before Jacko scores? Is that right? Um, yeah. So they they score. Um, this is. So they get they basically score eight points in ten minutes, right? I think that's, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they do. We do that, and then yeah, I think it's within the first ten minutes of the second half. Um, the big yeah. overlap. I don't know what the fuck happened there, but a complete breakdown. Uh, in the goal line, Tavares just pretty much strolled over. Did you see late last minute too? He's looked to pass to um to um Asako. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was almost like a, it was almost like a, mate. Do you want four tries? Do you want another yeah. one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did you hear the commentary, bro? Like, no, mate. You yeah. you you just you just, just put, put it down, down, brother. Just put it down. Yeah, yeah. you see the commentary. If he'd passed that, I think Wayne would have like yeah disowned him. <laughs> Probably would have killed him. <laughs> what are you doing? But it was just before this try. I remember, I was saying Mazu wouldn't go up again, and that's where mm. they put a kick in, and Mazu's just fucking standing there. Oh, and hits him of course. Chest. That led to yeah. that, did it? It's him, yeah. Yes. So that led to this try. So Mazu's mm. just there and gets hit in the chest, and then it's a set restart on the sixth tackle, and then they go on to score that try. So essentially, Mazu's fucked another one and mm. set up another try. I know they had to get through another however many cat tackles to get to that try, but if Mazu goes up and gets that ball, they don't get the ball back. It's yeah. just commentary caught it a falcon. That's they didn't come off his, no, head. It was, it off his bloody no, chest. No. No, I don't know what they were thinking there. No, that was the other one. That was the one where he he escaped. He got out of jail free card there because Tavari was offside. It was actually a penalty. Yeah. Remember that? Oh, that was the other one. But it still so got he was lucky. Anyway, he it? was very lucky to get away with that one too. Um, mm. But yeah, man, his his mind must have been elsewhere. Like he just looked dejected a lot of the time. So it must be just one of those games you just put down a a really off night, just a bad day in the office. So yeah. Um, but yeah, Jacko Hastings boys. Uh, we keep yeah. talking about these decoys and that. But talking about easy tries, mate. Mm. Bromwich slides off of him. Wallace is looking to Elliot on his uh, on his outside. Elliot's just sucked in two two defenders. He has, mate. Um, I thought he played very well, Elliot too. Another unsung. I think it was very very busy. I think so as well. Yeah, yep. Yeah. He was he was very very dangerous. Um, Cop yes. that knock had that claret coming out, and yeah, he did play well. He did yeah. play well. Um, but, yeah, Jacko Boyce, what's that, his fourth try for the year? I think um, he scored he a couple. Three, three. Yeah. I think he had three in four rounds or something prior to this. So um, Cracking him up, though. Strolls yeah. over. I think that uh, – no, we didn't get the lead from that, did we? I think it was the Crossland, the, the next try. Um, yes, it was a cross, yeah. Crossland try. Another us... KP boys strikes again. Yep. Um. Our knighted player of the week. Um, yeah, great to see Phoenix Crossland rewarded with this try, boys. It was um mm. so it started with the with the Hastings Fitzy combination again. Yeah. So he's given it to to Fitzy. Fitzy's gone through and done that. You know how he he, he spins and looks. It's for, so for, good, for, man. Just shovels it back to the halfback. Yeah, yeah, it's great. So this time it wasn't wasn't Hastings that's come through, it was Ponga. Um, and Ponga gets an offload off to to Crossland, and Crossland's just way too quick. Twenty meters out, brother, just burns yep. him. Yeah, I got a stat here for Phoenix Crossland, just to just to add to to my love for the bloke, and well, for anyone well, sitting on the fence with it. <laughs> Phoenix Crossland, now bear bear back to bear back. Is this in palm form? Oh, okay. Back to to the <laughs> greatest 
to the greatest <laughs> hooker for the Newcastle Knights, Danny Badiris. Yep. Phoenix Crossland is the first player, the first dummy half in Newcastle Knights history to score six tries or more in a season since Danny Badiris did it in 2006. Wow. So Danny held the record for six. Danny, well, that was the last time a dummy half had scored six tries for the Knights in a season. That was Danny in 2006, and now it's Phoenix. Really? Yeah. So anyone that... Loves loves Phoenix like I do. There's a there's another one for you. Get out of town. Geez, yeah. I would have thought for sure there would have been a season or two where Danny would have hit double digits. Wow, that's a good lucky tipper. Lucky tipper. Sean's love for Phoenix is more contagious than my love for Jack Johns. <laughs> a bit of love that's, for that's that's something, life, isn't it? I tell you what, but um, he's playing. Crossland's playing so well. I think it's almost time that um us or as a knighted, you know, the Battlers community come up with some type of nickname for the bloke because he's playing that well. Mm. I've seen um. Someone floating in here saying that we need to sign up saying Crossland um, Country. Oh, we yeah, did too. Like that was that. a couple of weeks ago. I'd yeah, we did see yeah. that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Toddy, wasn't it? Toddy was trying to pump that. I think so. But he was too. Cross- yeah, it was Crossland Toddy. Country. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I like it too. Yeah. Can we talk about another player while we're on the um, talking about players? Jack Hetherington. I think it's time to bring back bring back the old chat. chat bring about back Jack. Jack. Yep. All right, what do you got? 36 minutes old Jack Heverington played for. Guess how many runs he had in 36 minutes? Oh, shit, man. Um, 36 minutes. I'm, I'm going to go half a dozen, six. You're six. wrong. Gee. Two. Two runs. Two? Eight, two runs, 18 metres, 23 tackles. In 36 I was minutes. actually going to ask how his tackles were because I did not notice, obviously, with only being two, I did not notice any type of running. But yeah, yeah I thought his defense may have been okay. I did notice him a few times. but Defense yeah. was okay. He didn't make a missed tackle, 23 tackles. Yeah. But, um, yeah, 36 minutes, two runs, 18 meters. Um, and it's just not fucking good enough. And I'm sick of this plotter impersonating an NRL player and being in my fucking team. Todd and makes a good point, though. Zero slaps. Zero slaps, yeah, exactly. And I have to ask the question, and Lockie's going to agree with me on this one, but what the fuck does Jack Johns have to do to get a start? And, look, I'm going to bring up some stats from Jack Johns in Cup this week, okay? Now, he was he was playing lock 78 minutes, 18 runs for 149 metres, 29 post-contact metres, metres, 37 tackles at lock. And this is what I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking for, for this coming week against the Dogs. Now, JSAF is uh, is in doubt, right? Mm. And if he's carrying a hamstring injury, hamstring injuries can just get worse. Yeah. Against the Dogs, I would sit him out. I would sit him out and I'd move Elliot to prop. He's playing in the middle anyway. Let's just, let's just have him at prop. It's kind of like a Mitch Barnett prop mm. situation for the Warriors. I would then have Jack Johns at lock and then just keep the bench as it is. Heverington, another week on the bench, manages to, to keep another week on the bench. Or I'd have Croker starting at lock and bring Jack Johns onto the bench. Yeah, I'd probably prefer that, to be honest. I'd probably go Croker. That, that's, that's what I would be doing. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see Croker start a game. Yeah. And I think no disrespect to the Bulldogs, but I think there's less risk doing it against the Doggies. But, man, two mm. fucking runs. Jesus. Two runs. When you haven't got both the Saifidi boys, because when, when did when did JSF actually go off? Have you got that there? Uh, yeah, I do. Sixty um, fourth minute. Sixty fourth minute. If you watch that, if you if you go back and 
because I went back um, to try and see if I could pinpoint when exactly he does it. Because, you know, with hamstring injuries, you can, mm. it's usually a sniper. Sniper situation where you see him pull up pretty quick. There was nothing like that, but there was a moment where suddenly he just started doing everything at about 50%, and it lasted about mm. 10, 10 minutes. It was a 10-minute period where he was essentially just jogging back and forth up the pitch. Um, and I have a feeling that was maybe him under the instruction to try and just run it off, that it wasn't like a serious type injury. AOB's like, for fuck's sake, just I'd rather I'd rather yeah, you on I'm one not, leg than Jack out there on two. I'm not putting fucking Harrington back out there. So he was yeah, kind of right. just he was kind of just jogging back and forward forward. So I I don't think it's that bad. But like I said, I'd probably rest mm. him considering he's a tough man, eh? Yeah. They're not an injury you want to bring green. back anyone early because yeah. Yep. What about Carly's comment here? What about Dylan Lucas? Both he and Jack Johns. Would you um, yeah use Dylan Lucas at all? We haven't mentioned him. The, the other one, the other one is Dylan's, though. Dylan's more like on on an edge. So if you if you take Heverington out, who does play in the middle and put an edge on there, then our bench is essentially Kurtman, a utility, um, an edge, um, in in Lucas, and then Croker and who else would be on the bench? We we said Jack Johns, who essentially is another another edge player. So you'd have two edges and one middle in Croker. So well, there's every chance too, because unfortunately there's a couple on the injury list. Bradman Best with a bit of groin was a bit of groin stiffness. Yeah, and that's another. That's that's what I was saying. Groin groin and Hemi's are the worst for they can just be niggling and and not go away. So I'd rest Best as well and just bring in Tuala. Tuala's going to do a decent job against the Dogs. Mm. Do you see best? Um, speaking of best, you see his bloody AFL style mark. Like I know we've seen that from other mm. players in the past. You go up with the hands, but he actually mm. had the knee in the back and everything, getting the height on that. Yeah, Gee, that was yeah, that was nice. Channel yeah. channeling those eagle eagle energy, mate. Yeah, he did a good he job. Was. Well, the first yeah. thing he needs to do is um get to training tomorrow or or whenever they they kick off training Tuesday maybe, um, and and teach that to his fucking outside man in in Marzu. Yeah, so true. Teach Marzu how to jump. If you can dance, if you can dance like everyone says you can dance, well, fucking. Oh, that's right. He was like a state champion, bloody hip hop breakdance. Yeah, that's something. right. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Well, speaking of our boy Greggy Marzu, great, great segue, Sean. Um, Greggy Marzu does manage to score a try, guys. Um, KP again, Caleb mm. Pong, Eddie, sensational again. Um, does a beautiful bit of late, late bit of late footwork, a right foot step on. Uh, on the big fella Nichols um, draws in Tavare and then um, managed. Thankfully, um, the ball hits the deck, but it was a it was a, a lucky bounce for Greggy Marzu. Scoops it up, just too big and powerful. Scores a try. Uh, a little I bit think, of um, conjecture and back play with Asako and Best as well. I think Best would have scored that because you watch that. Best was being held mm. back. Yeah, so the only going to be a try regardless. The so. only reason that ball hit the ground was because the Best was being held back. So yeah. I think. Best ends up scoring that try. Mm. If he's not held back, you're not stopping it was Best a lucky from there either. So, do you yeah. they would have given a penalty try? But there were there were a few defenders there. I I, I think it would have been. I don't think it would have been a penalty try because it was it was about ten meters out. It's not like yeah, it was there was there were players there the line yeah. like. Um, but I I think it would have been a penalty and it would have been professional foul. Definitely mm. would have been ten in the bin. Mm. What would you prefer, try or ten in the bin? Try. Try, yeah, guaranteed yeah. points, guaranteed, yeah. mate. Lock guaranteed, him in. yeah, lock him in. And how good was um, the kick from Ponga? After mate, that? 
this really is the defining this this hasn't yeah this isn't talked about enough from the sideline yeah he yeah. hasn't kicked this mate we pretty right. much yeah is, is every chance the world that goes you know the, the later events of the match mm. it's, it's we're all drawn up going to the golden point yeah um, slots it mate yeah. it was the difference this kick this kick from the sideline was when 22 meters out on the sideline yeah. Are you feeling confident? Are you feeling confident going into it? Like he was kicking pretty well up to this point. So he, he, he was confident? kicking well, and and I was sitting there just watching how he'd place the ball and and essentially how he was holding himself in 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 the in pre kick. Um, my biggest my biggest worry about about Ponga is he does this thing which is very golf like, and he he sits there and he stands, and you'll see him, and he'll like sit there and like open up his he'll do this. Like, he was a mad to... golfer too. I wonder if it comes from yeah, that. Yeah, he was. And he, yeah. he's sitting there and he's like doing this, like opening himself up. And I'm sitting there thinking, mate, that is that's one of the reasons for your hook. Like you you need you need to stop you need to stop opening your shoulders like that. That's that's one of the reasons why you hook. But obviously he's compensating for it. So Adam Adam makes a good point. Is he is he missed one since uh No, he hasn't. I was about to bring that up. Since Fine. since I did my little tutorial thing um demonstration on Picking apart his technique, he's kicked eleven from eleven. 100%. Well, you need to put together a DVD for Jack Hetherington, mate. That's your next project, right? <laughs> next week, all right. The, the bloke's gonna be running for two hundred meters. I was about to say, do we want him kicking from the sideline now? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Matt Lewis, how to, how to play bench forward one hundred and one from Sean? <laughs> how to play um, bench? <laughs> Matt Lewis. Yes. So look, KP does kick that, and we do go up by an eight point lead with eight minutes to go. Now, me, I was. Quietly confident we can defend this. We, we play our mm. cards right. We're going to defend it. But I'll tell you what, the Dolphins get the short restart right. Gags is penalized for a push in the back on the hammer. Then compound that? that. Hey, what did you think about that escort call? I don't know how they come to the decision so quickly. It's that's, like, how did that's... you know where his eyes were? I think that's the terminology they use. Yeah, they even said that on commentary. Like, how could you even see his eyes? Uh, like, so I was sitting there thinking, I'm yeah. sitting there thinking, unless you're looking at a different camera angle to what we are, yeah, but don't we essentially where his eyes are because he's yeah. saying he's just got eyes for the eyes for the player, and it's like, hang on, he ended up where the ball was. The ball ended up just going over his head. Yeah, it's not like he was five, ten meters in front of the ball or something. Yeah, no. it, was, it was thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. so. So I, I just assume know. we see what they see as we're watching the replay. That's what they're watching. But like that's said, what I have, assume too. They may have different screens with I, different angles playing. But the, yeah. the way they did sell the bunker back when they were like, "This is what we're going to bring in," it was the fact that they're sitting there live, looking at about five or six different angles that they've got all angles available. We'd be looking at one, but they have all. Because so, you, when they see, when you see their voiceover and you see the camera angles change, it's in reference yeah. to what they're talking about. And they so do I, stop it, rewind yeah. it sometimes on the rare occasion, don't they? Like they'll stop. Yeah, it I'm pretty sure it is. Grounding, they'll stop yeah. and then rewind it. Stop exactly. Yeah. So it's like so, it makes it hard mm. to believe what they've said about the bunker accessing all these angles when they're essentially mm. reading out what you're seeing. So yeah. Well, look, we didn't help ourselves, so we compound that problem again. KP in a legal strip on Jared Wallace right under the goalpost. And then um, Katoa, one of the best no-look passes to the uh, Lemu Lemu, um, running an outside-inside decoy. Um, everyone's got eyes on the um, on their outside backs. The no-look pass <laughs> burns all the boys. He's too quick for Brody Jones in cover defense. 
and uh, scores under the post, and we're down to uh, a two-point lead, boys, with mm. what a matter of five minutes on the clock. Well and truly, the heart rates oh. are just skyrocketed at yep. this point. I'm thinking, oh my god, there's going to be the ambushes on in Perth. Yeah, um, James poor old footage. Yeah. James suspension. I was clenching hard about this time, mate. You weren't the only one. I was clenching yeah. hard, and I'm sure the rest of all of all right. the fans are as well. Oh, yeah. I was I was just about to say when Bradman um, dropped that ball about oh. ten meters out um, and stuffed that up. My missus, I swear she'll sit there with you know she'd already punched in two zeros, just waiting waiting to hit a third one because I'm sitting there about to have a heart attack. <laughs> so it was I, I was literally. Oh. It was like an mm. out-of-body moment. It was just, it was fucking, it was so stressful. And then out of that scrum, you see the ball go wide and then Hastings just, uh, not Hastings, Gamble just comes across to, was it Nick Arima? Yeah. And just like absolutely clobbered him high and then you hear the whistle. I know. And you're sitting there thinking, oh, fuck, here we go. And then yeah. it's, like, it's back at the scrum. Mm. So there's just this roller coaster of emotions of, are they going to earn a, overturn this whole, you know, thing that they've just challenged for holding on Leo in the scrum? Because now there's a head high, mm. mate. I, I I was I was stressing balls at that moment. I tell you that much. Oh, mate, it was a crazy time. Hey, like I'd, I'd officially made that move from sitting back in the seat to like you know on the edge of the couch. Yep. That official move, and then yep. yeah, like you said, once that par, I was like, Here, isn't that funny how that happens? As soon as your team gets into the red zone, your ass goes from the back of the seat. Mm. Right up to the front, and you just lean forward. Yeah. I do the same when I'm gaming, like when you're fighting a boss, like when you get up to yeah. a boss, and you'd be like, "Okay, hyper focus, going down." Mm. <laughs> and it wasn't until uh, how do you how do you say this this guy's name to Tawara Tawara Tawara? It wasn't until he knocked it on with about yeah. thirty seconds to go that I've just cheered that loud. Did I think everyone in my street immediately knew what I was watching? Oh, mate, mm. poor Lucy didn't even get that far. Um, she thought they got the penalty <laughs> kick and turned the TV off. She did a Wayne Bennett. Bennett did that. <laughs> Quick Lucy. The penalty penalty. He fucked off. He was done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lucy. My dad did that. Remember when the Dragons came back again? I think it was the Roosters. Did that miraculous comeback. And he'd, got, he'd pissed off upstairs. He'd had enough. Mm. Had the shout at him to come back down. They scored it. But um, yeah, I was the <laughs> same. Saying, when yeah, that penalty. Said, yeah, you did that in 97 with the grand final too, remember? And you said your dad <laughs> had to come and get you and bring you back. Yeah, I went not unusual. Was, not uh, unusual for this to yeah. happen. You know, emotions. Oh, Joey's gone the blind, the fucking idiot turned around the walkout. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was when, when they scored. And I swear they scored and went up at some. I can't remember when it was. They scored and went up. And I was like, fuck, we've lost. I can't remember when it was. Anyway. Oh, it's yeah. a strange game, rugby league boys. It can mm. break our hearts or it can make your day, can't it? Hey, did any of you boys watch the watch the press conferences between AOB yeah. and, and Wayno? Um, did you know Vastly the... different press conferences? Oh, they were massively different. <laughs> Chalk and cheese, yeah. Massively a little different. bit of the Wayne one. He wasn't willing to give much away. No, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't giving much away. But did you notice there was just one journo? There was just mm. one journo asking the exact same questions to both coaches. That's why one went for like five minutes because he was getting heaps out of AOB and one went for like two because he was getting nothing out of Wayne. Wayne's just yeah. like, oh, I don't know, you have to ask refs, all this sort mm. of shit. <laughs> and I'm sitting there thinking, did the NRL cancel their flights or something? Did like, did the, did the media have a plane and the NRL's like, oh, no, nah, we only need to send it across the fucking intern that's going to sure. ask the same old question. At least you could hear him. How, how annoying is it that you can't hear the questions being asked sometimes? Mm. Like it's 2023. Yeah. How is this still an issue? 
yeah. you can vaguely hear what the 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 interviewer is asking or the journo. Yeah. Or the uh, they ask. Yeah, it does my yeah. It makes it hard because it can really depend on what how they answer. Like the context of what they're asking. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're trying to decipher yeah. it. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then one other thing um, that I'll end end the game on um, was just something that I noticed in the telecast. I couldn't not notice this in the telecast. Um, did anyone else hate the wank fest? Absolute wank fest for Latrell Mitchell. Oh, my dad, my dad mentioned this too. I just noticed all, that. Like- all during our game, it's ah uh, Latrell Mitchell. There's they even pan to his fucking jersey in the in the change rooms. They're like, there's the there's the jersey of Latrell Mitchell, and I'm like, I really don't like. I actually I actually leaned across to my wife and said, oh yeah, the old South Sydney Latrell Mitchell. So I wonder how they're going to go tonight because yeah, I noticed it as well. So they didn't shut up. They mentioned him about three hundred times. Yeah, mm. like he's a bloody good player, but gee whiz. Yeah, I tell you what, I think I think KP and the Hammer have had better seasons thus far than Latrell. Yeah, well, Joe's really, been injured the, for the, a, yeah. the two fullbacks that were out there, and they even played better than he did. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, but well, speaking of it, what a beautiful fucking segue, Sean. You set me up for all these, pal. Our key matchup. Um, I tell you what, boys, we won this one. I thought we kept the hammer pretty darn mm. quiet. Uh, both boys playing eighty minutes. The one try to KP. Uh, the two try assists too, also for KP. None for either of those for. The Hammer, um, KP bagging the 11 runs, 10 runs to the Hammer. KP, 179 metres. Jesus, he's pretty much doubled that of the Hammer with only 91. Uh, KP with the 28 post-contact with the Hammer getting 27, which is pretty pretty, uh, pretty good, only making 91 and getting 27 of those. Uh, KP leading the tackle breaks, 8 to 6. Two line breaks to KP, 0 to the Hammer. One line break assist also to KP. One offload to KP. 14 tackles made by the Hammer, only five to KP. Four missed tackles to the Hammer and one error apiece for the boys. But mm. KP, boys, it's games like this. You don't mind that $1.4 million reported price tag. He is directly yeah. influencing games, which is all you ask for. It wasn't um, it, was, it wasn't a true matchup. I did mention earlier that Wayne's game plan was to really push up on the edges. And try and try and stop how how good our edges have been all year, and that's why he ended up putting Nicarima at fullback. Mm. He had Nicarima at fullback, and he actually moved uh, the hammer to left center. So technically, it's it wasn't really the matchup we thought it was going to be. We thought it was going to be two two fullbacks battling it out. It ended up being a fullback and a center. Um, but yeah, still, I give it to the hammer though, man. Did he give a good couple of fends on gags? Mm. There's a couple there. He got him good. Yeah. Um, but how um, good is it to have a player like Hammer, where you see how he plays in Origin when he gets mm. stuck in a position like that for the first time ever? And you go, okay, well then, yeah, we we can run him at center when we need oh. to solidify that that defense. The bloke marked up against Tommy Turbo in Origin, man, fucking schooled him. So yeah, he can more than more than hold his weight in the centers. Yeah. But tell you what, do you reckon he's regretting? I found it very odd him bringing in. Uh, Milford. Um, yes, I thought that was. I thought that Katol was going pretty good. Yeah, I, I found that a bit of a head scratcher. Um, there was a couple of head scratchers, like you know Phoenix coming off. I thought that was that was a bit. Yeah, there was mm. heaps of comments earlier in the show. Um, at the side, well, and they don't agree with that. And what's going on with him coming off? Yeah, yeah. Man did score when he came on, so I guess it worked to some extent. I'll tell you um, what, man's worked on his defense. Fuck, he's smacking blokes. Oh, he's putting on big Yeah, I'll give is. him that. 
Yeah. He's, um, he's, he's a bit of a bruiser now, old man. But um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but another unsung hero, too, a little bit, Gags. I thought, uh, yeah. We were talking about um, in the group chat, a particularly strong second half performance. Mate, that, that's was second good. half. When we needed players to step up, Gags stepped up so well in that second half. He, Mate, he, he, was was he must have led tackle breaks, right? He was my player of the second half, um, Gags yeah. was. I brought it up a couple of, about a minute ago. James um, Monday here said Gags did an outstanding job keeping Hammer quiet. So, yeah, he did yeah. have a good game. Yeah. And Dominic Young, boys, 213 run meters, 62 post contact. Ten tackle breaks. Mm. Uh, didn't get, didn't get, didn't bag any points. Unfortunately, like any tries this game. But fuck, man, he's he's getting better and better at these dirty carries out of your own end, just to set set the um, set the, the, the that play up beautifully. And speaking of Dominic Young, big shout out to Mrs. Dominic Young. Oh yeah, um, she'll get a kick out of this. this um, a, we got we got the best message. Blew my mind the other day. Yeah, Dominic's mum um, sent sent us a message, a DM. She listens to the podcast. Um, listen to us foul mouth Aussies. <laughs> hey, no wonder you all you stuck us all on a boat and sent us over here. Um, what what was what was her words that um because of us they're going to put fucking the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. I think I think didn't yeah. she say actually link or was it all this? I'm not too sure. No, nah, she <laughs> she just said everyone. She, she didn't she didn't single out link. Nah, so big big shout out, Sue. Um, we're fucking over the moon. You listen to the show; it uh, mm. means a lot. And thank you very much for the message. Um, yep. And she also gave us some um, information that Dominic Young and um, is that, oh, George, uh, Roche. George Roche played in mm. the same team. There you go. Um, don't worry, Lockie. Lockie's written, hey, hey, Don's mum, can you tell your son to stay at the nights? Mate, I said the same thing to the boys. Well, I said we should message we were, you back we and say, we can you convince, him, convince yeah. him to stay? Yeah. yeah. Alex is more than welcome too. We'll find a spot for him somewhere. Just have words with the boys and, yeah. and keep, keep him here. You won't, get, you won't get a show like this, Sue, for the Roosters. I'm telling yeah. you now. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, I got hey, this is a bit left field, but did you notice Dom's hair? This is going to sound really well. I'm probably the only person that noticed it, but Dom's <laughs> hair looked a little bit different. It wasn't his normal dress. It looked like a, I don't know, like crimped or something. Like it looked like it had waves in it. Like go back and watch it. Oh, not really that it's that important, but you know, I, know. I, didn't really... I can't say I noticed. <laughs> yeah, it did look, I didn't it notice. Mate. Sorry, buddy. I didn't notice. It's the little details like that. <laughs> is it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm. Maybe he's go back to the old one because uh, he was scoring points with that one. But no, nah, it's still a very, very good game. He was. Um, a bit of an unsung hero to, to get over 200 run meters. Um, we sort of we, we blow the wind up, um, Greggy, most of the time. Um, but I thought Dom Dom was pretty 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 solid, pretty sensational. So uh, big props. Um, mother knows best, surely does. Um, yeah, I wasn't the only person. Lucy here, they were twisted together. I think there you go. Lucy noticed it as well. Thank you, Lucy. Oh, it wasn't well, me, just yeah. Yeah, didn't notice. I was I was too busy trying not to die of a heart attack. Yeah. Send us a message, Sue. Send us another message. Did uh, did Dom do something to his hair? Anyways. Um, all right, boys, let's move it along, shall we, to our, uh, our lock it in segment and see how we went this week. All right, while we're on the theme of Dominic Young, boys, I'm going to go first. Again, okay. I'm going to jump the queue. I'm going to jump the queue again. All right, what did I have, boys? I had Dominic Young to score a double, which... I'm not actually going to be too crucial at because I would have thought if he'd scored a double and broke the Knights' try scoring record in the season, it would have been a bit flat being all the way in Perth. 
So I hope it's back at home. We've got three weeks mm. at home, so surely it's broken at home. It, yep. The place will go absolutely ballistic. So yep. we're going to see a slam dunk at home. That's, we're going and I'm not I'm not too sad happen. about that. I'm happy to take the L on that one. So yep. he got the 200 run meters. I'm happy with that. Um, Adam Elliott over, running for over 100. I did get that. What did he end up getting? Did anyone notice? Uh, run meters. What did their boy Adam Elliott? 114. Good work. Uh, 32 post contact. 12 runs. So. Very good. Um, didn't get the uh, thirteen plus boys, uh, but got the two points. So look, I'm not, I'm not too disappointed in this one. Uh, if anything, I'm kind of happy he didn't get the double. If that makes sense, yeah. Uh, I'd much rather that one be at McDonald Jones Stadium in front of a home crowd. So, absolutely, yeah. Go. Adam got me something, boys. So who's next? All right, yeah, I'll go next. Then I think it's all, all pain once again. <laughs> but uh, Bradman best to score a double. Yeah, that did not uh, come to fruition, as we know. Um, Jack Hastings' field goal. I remember I said that I thought we were going to win this by a pretty decent mm. margin, and there was going to be a random field goal by Jacko. Tell you what, you should have locked it in a, a, a shitty field goal attempt. I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Yeah, the Dolphins had a random field goal attempt, which was absolutely oh. shocking, like you said. Um, but yeah, I didn't get that one. And the Knights 13 plus, well, yeah, we all know that didn't go down too well. So I've got the three X's there, the triple X. There you go. Not the good type. Yeah, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't much better, mate. Don't don't worry about it. Um, I should have called mine the the Leo letdown. No, I wasn't. Yeah, he, he, he didn't play. He didn't play badly. Um, obviously, he didn't get his his first first NRL try, and he ran just short of a hundred meters. He ran ninety three, so Ooh. wasn't close. And he made thirty two tackles, so he he got me that one. And then same as all you boys, we were. You know, we were so confident that we were going to see 13 plus and it just never fell that way. Isn't that funny yeah. where we kept, remember early in the year, we're like, oh, we just can't do it. I can't do the 13 plus. Mm. And then, yeah. Anyway, yep. that's all right. That's okay. <laughs> and then we do and bah, bah. Mm. Oh, we'll put the cursor on it. But the yep. run home, guys, here we go. Here we go. My God, only four. Four games of the regular season. Where has this season Crazy. gone? My lordy. Um, but I'm yeah, hasn't looking ahead it has. to the next four rounds, guys. The doggies at home, the rabbitos at home, the sharkies at home, and then going. Is it a cogra? I think it's a cogra. Or cogra. It, yeah, it is cogra. Um, yeah. taking on the dragons. But um, I tell you what, anyone who watched the rabbitos play, um, yeah, they're not looking convincing. No, you know, I, I, I don't think they well. should be rolling in the town as sort of big time favourites. To be honest, no, with you. I can't wait for the Latrell Mitchell wank fest during that oh, game. Either. That's yeah. going to be fantastic, mate. I just don't want us to be complacent against the Bulldogs. You know, hopefully, you know, with a little bit, oh, you know, we almost got touched up by the uh, the yep. Dolphins on the weekend. Hopefully, that'll be a little bit. Hey, let's get our heads back in, and we don't take the, you know, going. Well, to that I'll game. tell you what, because they're going to want revenge after that sixty-six nil thumping early in the year. Oh, man. Mm, Let's try and so, better that, hey? How good would it be? They've got a good couple that? of players back now, too. I think Kikau and um, who else yeah. they have come back? They're not the team um, that we played, what, six, no. seven weeks ago, whatever it was. So, um, Not at all. Yeah, so cannot get complacent on that one. But was, um, You were talking about the Rabbits earlier. Carly said they've lost Burgess for three weeks. So oh, yeah. That'll help. That's for us. That helps. Yeah, yeah if, we, if we have to lose a prop or two, they can lose one, too. How many can you confidently say you, you're going to win? With absolute or... confidence, yeah. Oh, two, two? yeah. Like with saying. absolute confidence, mm. if we play it out, you best, had to put your house on, on it. we can win all four of them. 
Oh yeah, I think we're capable of winning four, definitely, hundred percent. But yeah, you know, there is that little question mark over the rabbits and the sharks. You know, if they turn it on, they are one of those teams that can turn it on, and yeah, they play really well. Even even the dragons played well this weekend, so then mm-hmm. they're even a, a side that you can't go into that game and just assume that that's a win. So, mate, they're just as dangerous teams with nothing to lose. Yeah, like, yeah. I I I came into this. I've come into the last three games. 100% confident, haven't I? You guys can back me up on this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, a week out from the Storm game, I was sold that we were going to win that. I was, should have bet the house on it. Uh, same with the Raiders. We all said 13-plus against the Dolphins. I don't know. There's something that something that worries me about this upcoming Bulldogs game. It, like Storky said, I just feel like we may go into it remembering that 66-point win a um, matter of weeks ago and be a bit complacent. Um, they've they've got players back. They're they're I think they're a different side to what they were a month ago. So yeah, a bit 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 worried. Um, this is um and I should as I should be. This is an interesting question. Um, Matt Lewis here um has said I would rather verse the last four than our previous three. Would you agree? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. If you had the Raiders in the um the storm still to mm. come. Yeah. Yeah. I'd mother right. Tick those oh, boxes. Uh, absolutely. If you if you were looking at those those teams logos like we are, um, you'd sit there and go, yeah, I'd rather play this four than a team like the Storm and the Raiders. Absolutely. I guess it's just because inherently, unfortunately for us Knights of Boys, we haven't had this luxury on going these big runs where you have all the confidence in the world to go, yep, yeah, yeah, fucking oath we could beat these teams. Like, look who we've beaten. Yeah. I guess we just yeah. it's unknown territory. We're not used to yeah. <laughs> going to these games going, absolutely, we're just gonna fucking yeah. stop these teams. And it's, it's not we're like that frightened animal, you know, that um, someone's mm. holding a piece of food and out it, to it, and they're creeping forward slowly and they're confident they're gonna get something to eat, but they're just a bit weary. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like you're sitting there locked into the finals, like they're very important matches, a lot of a lot of things riding on these games. So yeah, yeah especially that especially the, the rabbits and the sharks, they're they're in the Depending on how I think the Rabbitohs play the Dragons next week, I'm not sure the Sharkies. Oh, Sharkies have Titans. Mm. So let's say both those teams beat the teams they're probably uh, expected to beat, uh, and we beat the Doggies. So we're all sort of in a similar sort of boat going into these other rounds. So Bulldogs have got kick yeah. out back as well too. Remember when um, he was out when we played them last? So yeah, know, kick, he yeah. could be a dangerous player. So, yeah, I don't know. We, maybe we should we come out and we play really well against all of them, but it's just the unknown for us. We're just not used to this, you know. Where mm. you, your storms and all these other teams have been doing it for like over a decade, you know. You, you just go into these games, especially at home, think you're going to win. But boys, I imagine the ticket sales are just going to be fucking oh, unreal. Mate. Sunday, oh, yeah. Sunday games, like yeah, yeah. They, so that's always... going to that might play a huge part in it too. We might be massively underestimating that presence because you saw Elliot's what, video? It, got us home, it got us home against the storm so yeah you saw Elliot's video and saying he's looking forward to come away can't wait to get back home and yeah they're going to be huge games and he's just looking forward to hearing the crowd so oh yeah yeah it's going to be a loud crowd sure yeah. yeah 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 well dare to dream guys we could could go completely undefeated for the rest of the regular season who knows yeah but um yeah a team that was not defeated today bouncing back in a big, big way. Now, unfortunately, boys, I was crook as a dog. Yeah, you, know. no, you wouldn't. He pick it. I, mm. I, unfortunately, I'm going to go back and rewatch it tonight. I didn't get a chance to watch this game, so I apologize. I didn't get the scorecards or anything out. I was, 
Wait, just, just quickly. Sleep on the lounge behind us here with a. So you yeah, are. You feel a lot better now. Mm. Oh, bounce back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just quickly before we go into this game, I meant to bring this up last week. Have you guys seen on KO the um, NRLW, the song, like, you know, for it, like the rock band with the chicks, you know, playing the. Oh, the yeah. Song. The yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty cool that they brought, you know, Jeez. some old, that rock type of song in. Like, don't get me wrong, the actual song itself is generic as fuck. But, you know, it's it's still like. <laughs> what you're watch your yeah, mouth, Stalky. What you're saying is it. it's not, not Jessica Meowboy. Is what you say? Yeah, exactly. So it's, yeah, yeah it's oh, I, I, I'm like picking that, up what so. you're putting down, mate. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So. Shitting on Jess Malboy again, are we? Grab a Jew. How dare you? Yeah. And know that the crowd. Another thing, the crowd. I know they played this before the um the Eels game, but mate, when they ran out, poor, it was like a ghost town. There was like no one down there. Yeah, they they're, they're, mm. they're playing pretty bad, eh? The old Eels. Oh, the, the, obviously the crowd started you know packing in as the game wore on more in the second half. But mate, when they ran out. Mm. Oh, it was look like there was hardly anyone. Yeah. Mm. Um, was I right? And I see uh, Yazzie Clydesdale kicked off point scoring. She bagged the first try. She played Again. well, man. Yeah, she played she, well. She played really well. Up, mate, I yeah. keep saying it. She's super underrated. Your favorite player, mate. She played well again, and yeah, I'm yeah, she's killing it, mate. She really does. Yeah. Name. Um, I was, I was. Remember, like, go back to Tuesday's show, and I was sitting there saying that you know, uh, Parramatta lost their first game thirty-six to eight, and then lost their second game thirty-eight to four. And I was sitting here, and I'm like, "Mate, we're going to put 40 points on them." Uh, I was, I was so confident, almost, almost, uh, almost got there. Tooting your own horn again, mm. mate. mate it's, right. it's, it's all I can do, <laughs> mate. When you got the confidence, roll I've, the brother. I've got to pat myself on the back. No one else does. Well, I did see that horrible. Uh, it wasn't a good look. That tackle. Oh, hell. yeah. The spear. What was their captain? Was it the captain that was sent? Yep. And yeah. when was that? How long were they playing with tw- with a, with a, a girl I, down? I can't remember exactly down. what it was. Yeah, that was um that was fucking ordinary. That one. Yeah, yeah it wasn't the grass and spear tackle. Yeah, yeah she got yeah. sent for the rest of the game. But yeah, yeah, that did not look nice. No, you can't be doing yep. that. Um, no. no. And then well, Kate, Caitlin Johnson with the uh, a sin binning too. So mm. yeah, and a couple of things that that I, I did get from the game is um obviously the Eels are continuing their zero percent goal kicking rate. They're doing really well with goal kicking now. They've kicked uh, zero from six. Um, but the girls, the girls actually ran, our, our girls' night side actually ran more meters, more run meters than our men's side. There I you thought, go. I thought that was, that's a huge achievement. Hats off. Yeah, absolutely. Very good. Yeah. Yep. Very good. I think, remember um, the story we saw during the week, a couple of episodes back, we were um, talking, I think it was on the Thursday night show, about um, implementing a smaller ball for the women's game mm. and yes. it was looking like it wasn't going to happen. But yeah, there was some news in the week that Brady Fittler uh, apparently he's taken it upon his back to Lean create, talk to him and yeah, create a new size. So not a size yep. that's out there now, but a new size just for the ladies game. Yeah, so, it's a no brainer. Absolutely yeah. no brainer. Well, like I said, the AFL, they do it. So like it just, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So um, yeah, I don't think it was, I, after a pretty disappointing game last week, it really was a game they let get away. Um, yeah, I don't think it was. I think everyone was pretty confident the girls would would bounce back in a big way against the uh, against the Eels. Um, yeah. So, where was that one played, by the way? That game, Combank. Combank is it? It's Combank. Oh, was it Combank? Was it? Yeah, yeah right. Well, yeah, Combank. It's not Bankwest anymore. So good to see the uh, the girls bag and win there. So uh, wins all around, guys. Roche yeah. and Jets Southwell could be a good halves combination. Yeah. Yeah. Signing up for five years, brother. Uh, they've obviously got big, big raps on her. So, yeah, I don't think uh, she played too bad today. Yeah, yeah, she she played well for a 
you know, essentially being chucked into the, the team. She, um, we follow her on Instagram and she turned up like in Australia essentially as the comp was starting. So she didn't get a preseason or anything like that. She's essentially jumped in the deep end. So three weeks in, straight into the halves, I thought she played really well. How did South, Hannah Southwell play too? Because this was a comeback game. She played well. well. Um, she had limited minutes. I can't remember exactly how many minutes she played, but I, I think she may have played like half the game. Yeah, to be expected, um, she, I guess. She, she played well. After coming from ACL. ACL. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yep. to be expected. So it's a lot Very of stuff starting in the second half of that game, it felt like. I remember looking, you know, when you look at the clock and you think, okay, there's 20 minutes to go. And then you look again and it's like 17 and you're like, what? Three One minutes. of those games. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there was a lot of stopping and starting. Very yep. good. Very good, guys. Well, we're going to move right along. Um, start typing away, guys. Let's get to our Q&A segment, shall we? All right, battlers, you know the deal. Start typing away your questions, whatever is on your mind, nights related or food or whatever's on it. Type Bring this one up. Um, for a stalky? Bit of a theory possibly here from Carly. She said, do you boys think the boys were sent to Perth as they didn't get to play Magic Round? So do you think that maybe us being sent over there to represent the game and play over in Perth as one of the four teams may have been because we didn't get to play Magic Round? Do you just think maybe it's just coincidence? Maybe, might might just be coincidence, but mm. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, it was the it was the Dolphins home game. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, so they would have they would have realistically gotten the invite, and it just would have fallen on the week that we played them. We, yeah, yeah. If it was our home game, maybe. But thinking, well, if it's yeah, Dolphins I, home I, game, I, I probably wouldn't look into it too much. But interesting yeah, stat. Too. I remember you messaging um, Sean before the game. Go, oh, no, we've only won in the white jersey twice this season. So, yes. considering so many people hate, because obviously we know there was a release of the miners jersey during the week, and you see all the the hate comments towards the miners jersey. But um, mate, if you hate the miners jersey, you must really hate our away jersey because yeah, it hasn't, away been, doing, jersey. There you go. hasn't been doing much for us. Yeah, win number three in the away jersey for us this year. Doing yeah. well. Yeah. Um, any more questions? Here we go. So just another random one here. We've got, um, Jill, should the lady Knights be called the dames? So it's a bit of a, mm, I like the Knights. bit of a strange what would the logo look like being a dame. I know. Speaking of logos, yeah. let's just go like a bit left of oh, center here, but the Raiders, the Raiders logo, the new Raiders logo. I know we had a bit of a mm. chat about it in our group. Um, I'll tell you what, the Raiders are about four months late with their April Fool's joke. God damn. Yeah. It yeah. sucks. It's it horrible. Is, it's so bad. Yeah. 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 Don't know yeah. why they changed anyway. Yeah. It's, it's kind of um, grown on me, but yeah, people are tearing it. It's to just shreds. too basic, man. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Give me Microsoft Paint vibes. Basic bitch. <laughs> mm. Okay. Jesse Snowden here um, uh, with KP saying he thought of retiring at the start of the season. Would you guys have been surprised if he had retired? No. Nah, no. I was kind of half um, expecting it to be honest. I, like, I was, I was half expecting it. I remember having a, a, a chat with his mum around about that time, um, and I was picking up vibes from her that she was 
obviously quite worried about the whole situation. So if you're what's what's Kalen, 20, 25 year old. So if you're 25 and you know, seeing seeing your parents essentially stressing out about your your health, um, mm. I think you you seriously consider it. So yeah. I, I, I think since this has happened, we have seen a much more mature Kalen mm. Tonga. I think yeah. he's come back a much yeah. more mature human. I think now before you know the whole going to Canada situation, whenever anyone talks about Kalen Ponga in football, it's just it's kind of just a thing that he does. He doesn't really have passion for it. He's kind of not mm. really interested. He doesn't watch the game. He come out and admits that he doesn't even watch it. Um that you could kind of tell it's just something for him to do, something to to earn a bit of money. Where he's now it's like he's come out of this with a purpose. He now knows what he wants to do in the game, knows what his position is in the game. He's just a much more mature person. So I, I think he definitely would have contemplated retiring. Mm. Yeah. And that's what we yeah. need Captain. Making big decisions also, like, you know, sitting out of origin and, you know, things like that. You know, yeah. yeah. He's definitely grown in maturity, mm. I think, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Life, um, life's, life would have changed for him in that moment and he would have immediately just started taking it more serious. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. This one here's a bit of a strange one. Um, Ian here says, um, how fucked is the KO coverage at the moment? I've actually, I've actually haven't had any issues with it for a while. Ian, do yourself a favor, man. Yeah. Do yourself a favor. There's actually, um, someone put me on this. I went on a big fucking KO rant at the start of the year. (laughs) Um, there's something you can do about cleaning is, is, is um, oh, yeah. cleaning your, your cache or whatever, whatever, whatever. Do you yourself a favor, Google it. And there's some shit that you can yep. do that clears out this backlog and it does make a difference, man. All the you heard it from your naughty sites and everything clears yeah, it all. And get yep. rid of your past brother. Delete that shit. Nah, but there's some, there's some, there's some KO thing, brother. You can get into and delete some stuff and it should fix it up, man. So, yep. um, yeah. Go do that and come back to us. It was a lot worse. I was copping it bad. Every like game, it would stop a few times and I'd have to catch wrap up. But, um, mm. mate, I'm just happy the um, DAZN or DAZN, however they say that app's starting to work. As NFL fans, I was like shitting bricks going into the season <laughs> and having all these buffering issues and stuff. Any other NFL fans that have game passes will probably mm. know what I'm talking about. But um, let's move on. Okay, so we've got Ian Gorton here. A slightly unrelated question. With the Women's FIFA World Cup on and some venues being unavailable, hypothetically, had Newcastle got matches and MJ Stadium was unavailable, would the Knights take home games to the bush or would they just play at Gosford? What do you boys think? Or where would you have rather to maybe take them out of the bush or just down to down the road to the Gosford Stadium where you can kick Jeez, them all into the kick end of the dick, incoming had traffic? Had played it bloody... Like it's not too big a deal for the Broncos to go down to the Gabba, but oh. yeah, it wouldn't feel the same. Like don't get me wrong, if we went just went you know down the road down to um to Gosford, that place would be absolutely packed with Knights fans. It'd be like a bloody convoy of like you know Knights mm. fans traveling down the coast. So it would be just as big probably, but Take them up the cost, wouldn't be the same. Sure, yeah. I'd love to go back to let's CX. Go to let's go back to CEX. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it. As Just much as you reckon, be, yeah. Let's take five games a year, a year to coughs. What do you reckon? What would you would you would you have been against that? Go on the, I would have handed in my membership if I can go on the coughs. You would have rioted. Speaking <laughs> of memberships, um, uh, members appreciation 
day um week next week so let's see um how that oh, pans yeah, out Cause, yeah yep. considering we didn't get um you know a members day or let him call it members day anymore that went out the window a few years ago mm. oh really yeah yeah no it used to be just members day you know all that yeah you bastard you got yeah, one up in queensland right. <laughs> on yeah. there. get a queensland membership guys they're fucking great yeah i didn't even think about it mm. um so another one which I, we may have talked about but um lucy here said should we re-sign kurt man i don't think so i think he's playing some decent footy off the bench for us i just with what's coming through there's some guys that are either, would rather play more minutes um mm. It's a shame we've never gone on record to say we think he's a bad player. He's definitely NRL quality. It's just, unfortunately, yeah, he only got so many spots and you got to look ahead. I think there was some news unfortunately, about... Unfortunately, um, his diversity has been his downfall because, Mama, oh, I think we were talking about this about a week or so. I think I was talking to Sean and you about it. Um, remember that season where he was um, in a, what was he, in 5'8", and it was like, he, he was yeah. just consistent position and he played out of his skin. I he was, just, he he was, was that, um, he was that rudder. It was that Rudder yeah. type of player for Mitchell Pierce, mm. and he just did everything he had to, you know, and was playing. He's really a victim well. to his own versatility. Yeah, exactly. I got, I got a spin on this question for you. Then I'm going to take this one one step further. You can, uh, you can choose to keep one combination out of these two combinations: Brayley and Crossland, or Crossland and Kurt Mann. Depends on what, or who am I paying? What comes out of money? Whatever their contracts are. So what Braley's reported to be on six hundred K, Phoenix is on two hundred. I don't know what man's on. I think man would be about four. Yeah. So would you keep Braley and Man uh Brayley and Crossland or Crossland yeah. and Man? Yeah, fucking oath. I'd keep what's working for us right now. Yeah. If I had to. But I had to. Yeah, um, if, if if you had to, but Braley's slotting back into nine and Phoenix is going to fourteen. Uh, oh, well, Todd that... here has answered. Todd here said, "What do you think about it, there, Link?" Um, Todd said, "Crosland and Man at the moment." That's, that's where I would go to. I'd go Crosland and Man, um, because I'd rather have Crosland at nine than Braley, and then have Man on the bench mm-hmm. rather than Braley at nine and Crosland on the bench. Well, Joanne's here said Braley and Crosland. Uh, we've got Ian um, here who, who said Man and Crosland. So, damn, that's a good hypothetical, man. That's what I Yeah. Yeah, a few different know. thoughts there. Mm. Um, uh, here's one. It might be a bit of a hypothetical, but um, how do you guys think we get better moving forward? Do you think there's any signings or anything we could change up or anything like that? I think this season, I think the back line is pretty much carrying this team. There's one area, if we're going to match it with the big dogs, it's the big dogs in the middle. Mm. The Eddie brothers have to get to their best... The back four, our back five, so Greg Marzu, Dom Young, Gags, Bradman Best, KP, career best form. Career best. They've never played this good, this consistently. Yeah. I can't say that about any of the forwards. That's if, that's if we rough. if we get if we get um 2019 Daniel Saifidi, um Jay Saf when he when he got, got his first call up, like when they were just the big intimidating players that they were. Mate, we're matching it with the big boys. It's just, yeah, I think okay. at the moment, it's the back five are really... Our forwards have that just... Is the only question mark at the moment, really? Like It is. Yeah. I think when you look at the Broncos and the... When we've got Hetherington as one of our forwards on the bench, and we say realistically every week here his stats, and they're not great, yet he's still on the team every single week. Yeah. There's definitely room for improvement in that this, area. This season has proved 
that we have fuck all depth in the front row. Oh yeah. This season has proved it. So you you lose you lose the the Saffs. What do you got? You're stuck with fucking Heverington. Uh Leo who's playing really well. Um and then you got Croker. Like mm. we we need more forwards. We need that we need that one big bopper as well. We need maybe like, like say like the Panthers, Island. like you had like a Spencer Lenu coming off the bench for us. Like, mate, it make the world a difference because yeah. it really is. I don't think we realize how much the back five carry this team at the moment. It's yeah, it's and it even, won, arguably like one of probably top mm. two or three in the comp. Probably Absolutely. the Panthers is the standard. Yeah. Other than the Panthers, mate, truly, I think if you look, stacked up every other back line, we're right up there with the best of them. And I think, yeah. I think I've been very, um, very harsh on our our halves early in the comp. Um, I, I think they're doing well at the moment. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything there. So preseason with with the halves that we've got, I'd just be, I'd just be bolstering that forward back. Yeah. Even the back I mean, the back rows are good. I yes. should have chucked them in the mix too. Frizen uh, Fitzgibbon, career best form again. I think it's just if if, if we're going to make a serious fucking dent and really take it to these good teams, mm. the Saifidi boys have to have to get back to their very very best. Yeah, and that's that's the last. players bit. like that, but even like um, I think you mentioned Brady James before. I don't think he's playing to his potential either. He's been really yeah. quiet. Like remember on his what was it fiftieth game or something. And his stats down there were pretty low, and you would think he would have been really hyped for that game. So, mm. yeah. But um, Sean, you mentioned the halves um, uh, a minute ago, so we'll go into another question. Um, we've got Sean Gear here. Does the signing of Jack Cogger put our halves on notice? Like I know you've said in um, the past that it's pretty much a depth signing, though. Um, I've been watching a few of the 360 guys and things like that, and other similar shows, and they're thinking that he might come in in the halves next year, and that's no why, you know, fucking way in the no. world. No way does he walk in and get a starting spot. No Absolutely way. not. They no. were saying that Gamble, um, well, basically the vibe they were saying was Gamble is you want him on your team. He's you know he'll fight for every scrap and everything, but he is not. Cogger's not half. a five eight, bro. Cogger's out and out half. Yeah, I don't, just I don't see him. They were saying. Nah, I, I don't buy that. Yeah, see, it's I don't, I don't see, I don't see Cogger as a five eight, and I also don't see Hastings as a five eight. So what are you going to do? You're going to yeah. move Hastings to five eight, and then. You're going to weaken two positions. Were. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're going to weaken two positions just to. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't think it's putting them on notice. If anything, it's kind of just straight up depth signing that can do a job. Like, let's be honest, Jack, Jack Cogger's come back though, isn't it? Like, why would he? Like, that does raise that question though. Why would he come back just to be a depth signing? Well, let's be honest, in the South Wales Cup. Because Jack Cogger's Cleary in front of him. Exactly. So if yeah, you're going to go, the clubs that you know, let, let's be honest, who have nothing in the halves that he might be able to get a you know a run on yeah but i think he's got he's got some family up around this way too yeah it's it's the same as he was that that discussion about number two quarterbacks and stuff like that if you're if you're a a half in in this case cogger and you're like fuck i'm behind nathan cleary like i'm not getting this spot this spot is not mine i need to go to another club you're going to go to a club like newcastle Go to Newcastle and put in fucking hard work. You might get a starting spot at the end of the preseason. Hmm. So it's just one of those gambles that you take that I'm going to go to Newcastle. I'm going to work my ass off and try and get this spot. If I don't get it, then I'm not. St- I'm still not behind Cleary. Hmm. So yeah. if you're going to hedge your bets, you know, if he is going to push someone out, it, he's got a better chance of pushing Hastings out, not 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. not Cleary. Well, I guess and that's. Kind of I think it's just out in our depth. Like it's not like we're carrying Clune and Cogger. It's yeah. pretty evident that we're we're not going to keep Clune. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with what you were saying. Um, as far as the clear, look, you know, by all it's, means, it's like any fullback yeah. that comes through with us, like you know, it's any yeah. position where a superstar's playing. If you're coming through yeah. underneath them, mm. yeah. And I don't think Jacko's one of these guys, but it only helps the fact when you've got quality depth. And you know, Cogger's his first grade quality came in and does a job. If it only means it's going to, you know, um, keep keep Jacko honest and keep him on his toes well it's a win-win really isn't it but yeah there's no way in the world i can ever foresee he's going to just come in and, and take jacko's jersey yeah. yeah okay well we might wrap it up um now because we're starting to get on but i just want to notice this one coming during the show um old brody um holly i think that's how you pronounce that last time i haven't actually fully um seen it but yeah he said hi little young fella he's um uh, he uh, plays footy yeah. on the weekends, and yeah, he's going really well. Big Knights fan, so I just wanted to give Brody a bit of a shout out there. So, hey, Brody, I'll yeah. tell you what, mate, we might be talking about you in a few years, pal. Keep it up, eh? Yeah, next night, next night's player. But that wraps it up, boys. So, uh, if you want to bring it home, well, huge thank you for everyone who tuned in. A uh, massive, massive thank you to the Sunday night sponsor, LGB Marine guys. I'll tell you what. We might have won five weeks straight, but these guys have been winning from day dot. LGBMarineGuys.com.au. Support the sponsors that support us. Without them, you can't stare at our pretty faces each and every week. Um, now, to give you guys a reminder again, the 27th of August, all right? For all you sensitive new age types that keep a journal, all your feelings, your experiences, whatever it is that's going on in your life, skip a few pages, the 27th of August, put this one in, all right? Because I'll tell you what, you'll be writing on the 28th of August that you were fucking heartbroken that you forgot this event was on. So put it in there right now. 27th of August, 7.30 p.m. We have partnered up with the Sunnyside Tavern to do this very, very show with you guys live. Get you up on the panel, all that stuff, all the fun stuff. So uh, mark in there, it's going to be a fucking awesome weekend. Can't wait, boys. I cannot wait to get down there. Come over, have a chat with us. Like, you know, if you're a bit of an introvert, don't worry. Like, as the boys know, I'm a bit of an introvert myself. You can come over, and even if we just stand each other next to each other in awkward silence, it's all good. <laughs> Doesn't matter. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. No, come over and have a chat. It's going to be a fun night. Tell you what, 10 points if you can get photos of us at the ground, too. I'll be I'll be at the game. So, um, mm. just keep an eye for a big six-foot, six-wookie-looking bloke in a nice jersey. <laughs> um, won't be too hard to spot. Um, and, yeah, uh, T-shirts, guys. Can't believe the, the amount of support for these shirts. Sensational. So if you do want to snap yourself up a sexy shirt, um, theniter.com.au. And again, uh, the next drop will be what, – what did you say earlier, Sean? I think I, I glanced by it. What did you say we're going to release the design when? On Monday the 28th. Monday the 28th. You'll find out the shirt design. Um, oh, no. Sorry. On Sunday the 20th. So Sunday the, the 20th, we're going to launch. We'll, we'll be here and we'll – We'll hold them up for you, and then um, the following, not the the next day, the the Monday after that, they'll be available for pre-order. They're pretty fucking cool. So, yeah. Um, so if you come along to the Sunnyside Tavern and win yourself a lucky door prize, essentially for walking in the door, get yourself a free shirt. You'll be the only person, other than us three on the nighted, with one of these shirts. There you go. That sounds pretty nice, doesn't it? Chuck it on eBay, pay your house off. How good. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> but now, guys, so uh, keep an eye for that one too. We'll be plugging that like crazy as well. And if you can, it'd be very much appreciated. Um, if you're listening right now, pull the car over. Pull your car over in a safe spot and give us a five-star review. does go a long, long, long ways to help the platform out, guys. Uh, we're going from strength to strength here. And with your support, we can go even further. Um, so you guys know where to find us. You're a lot smarter than us. Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, Insta, Threads. We're on Threads. Um, all the works. You guys know where we're at. I tell you what, someone asks us, no more Twitter, guys. Twitter's dead. X. The old X now. Did you see that? Rebranded. Yeah. I can't yeah. say I'm a... I wouldn't ever be a Twitter guy myself. Twitter? Is that what you call people that use Twitter or Twit? Because if you, if well, apparently it's called an X now. You call. don't tweet things anymore. It's an X. I was never big on Twitter. I did see that you know since the that Musk dude bought it out, all the new age sensitive celebrities have kind of all you know got offended and left it and stuff. But I don't know what's going on. There seems to be dramas now. They've like changed the logo to an X, like you said. I don't know what's going on over there, but yeah, it's usually a bit of a sensible, isn't it? Um, so yeah. I'll tell you what, but um, uh, old uh, Maddie Lewis has got a bit of an idea. Maybe we can look at what. Obviously, it's up to you, Link. But um, Link, launch a giveaway for us Queensland supporters to watch games with you in the night of bar. Oh shit! Come join me on the couch. You reckon? There you go. Wow, we strap yourself in, yeah. boys, eh? Jeez. Yeah, it'll be fun. Big good giveaway. Cool. You, know, you may have to pay more for extras, but you know he'll show you a good time. <laughs> we have to get ourselves there first. <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you what, boys. Can't wait for Magic Round next year. Jesus, it's gonna be fun. Mm. Uh, I'll put that one in the. Uh, yeah, we might look at that, Matty. I'll tell you what, it'd be. Uh, it's a good time in here, mate. It's a good time. If these walls could speak, my lordy. Um, but yeah, so um, what do you got here? He said, "I'll um." Uh, so I'll bring a case of beer. Get the foghorns up here, mate. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Stack the bar up, mate. Be good times. Another one here. Ian, Google box it. We are actually um uh, looking at possibly next year or well, who knows what's going to happen. But um yeah, doing a few watch along. So if anyone's interested in watching, you know, maybe a couple of nights games with us, not not in the same room, but just like, yeah, yeah. watch alongs on here. Jeez, you reckon we Let swear enough on this? Jesus, wait till you watch us live. My mate, Lord. I'm one of those ones. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm totally zoned in. I'm like dead set. I wouldn't probably be much good on one of these watch longs because all you'd literally get out of me is. <laughs> and that's all you get out of me. He's frozen. Except for a couple of blow ups. But besides that. I'm well, for me, like, because, totally because of how in. I've got the TV mounted up high, a lot of, once I've reached, like once we're in the red zone, I literally stand up and I'm eye level with the TV. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like fucking this close to the thing. Like watching play by play, mate. It's um, yeah, gets um, gets a bit animated in here. I don't so. get much chance to get any words in because Christy, my wife's always blowing up about things anyway. So that's <laughs> no, all good. But um, just quickly before we do, I'm sure you bring it home and wrap it up. I just want to say um, happy birthday to my young fella Noah. Turns twelve tomorrow, so we're gonna go out and happy have a birthday. birthday but good yeah, on you, Noah. Tomorrow, so you'll get oh, a kick out of it. They've mentioned him on here, so there you go. Happy birthday, big fella. Well, there you go, boys. Another great episode, fellas. It was. Thanks, mate. Um, we will be back on Tuesday night to break down the team list against the Bulldogs. I've got a feeling it's going to be an interesting team list. I, mm. I have a feeling we're not going to see any of the Saf brothers or Bradman Best. Um, yeah, it could be, a, could be a very, very different team list name mm. on Tuesday. What do we reckon? We reckon we'll be seeing a different team list. What's your what's your early predictions? Ooh, I'm gonna go. I don't think it's gonna be as bad as we think. 
You don't think it's going to be bad? No, I don't think it's going to be too bad. Keeping the positive vibes rolling, brother. Good, good. I like it. I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I'll bounce off that. Anyway, until Tuesday, don't just have a good night. Have a Newcastle night. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a say we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights for the red and the blue till the end we will fight singing long live the Newcastle Knights <laughs>